on May 18th, 2018, at approximately 7.45 a.m., 17-year-old Dimitrios Pagurtsis entered a classroom in Texas's Santa Fe High School armed with his father's legally owned shotgun and 38 revolver. Wearing a born-to-kill t-shirt, Pagurtsis yelled, Surprise! before opening fire at his classmates, killing 10 people and wounding 10 other survivors. So first, of course, not born to kill, almost certainly not born to kill. There are steps that generally have to occur before such nightmares stalk the hallways. And we've got a legally owned shotgun and a 38 revolver, so all of the standard gun control talking points, the semi-automatic weapons, AR-15s, would not have helped Joe Biden's exhortation to go out and buy a shotgun because you don't need the semi-automatic weapons, wouldn't have helped. There are solutions to these issues. I hope that you will make it with me through the end of this short presentation so you can hear one and consider it, however radical it may seem. According to student Paige Curry, I was sitting in my classroom and I heard very loud, booms, and I didn't know what they were. I was confused, but after I heard screaming, I figured out what they were. Got up immediately and started to run. I almost ran out of the school, but I hid instead with the other students. I was there for maybe 30 minutes. I was on the phone with my mom the whole time. They found us and escorted us. There were a lot of people, a lot of different suits, so I wasn't really sure, but I think they were SWAT. I was very, very scared, but I managed to keep calm, especially with my mom on the phone. I heard people were hurt, and the gunshots were from a classroom, maybe three doors down. I heard five shots, maybe. It was one boom, then another boom, very loud. It wasn't rapid. Student Liberty Wheeler said, You could smell the gunpowder that came from the gun. We were all scared because it was near us. Student Tyler Turner said, the teachers told everybody to run after three shots were heard, so we all took off and ran into the trees. Then we heard four more shots, so jumped the fence and into some dude's house and ran into a car wash while we were sitting down trying to figure out what had just happened. I saw a girl who had been shot in the kneecap. In an attempt to alert other students and faculty to the shooting, a substitute teacher pulled the fire alarm, prompting the school's evacuation. Student Dakota Schrader said... As soon as we heard the alarms, everybody just started leaving, following the same procedure as a practice fire drill, and the next thing you know, we just hear three gunshots, loud explosions, and all the teachers are telling us to run. You could just hear boom, boom, boom. So I, I just ran as fast as I could to the nearest forest to hide and call my mom. Student Damon Rabon said, A kid came out. He had a black-like trench coat on, a sawed-off shotgun with a pistol grip, and I seen something sharp on his chest. Then he turned, and instead of looking our way, he just grabbed the backpack and went right back into the art room. We shut the door in our classroom, turned off all the lights, did everything we could to get the students safe. Then the teacher actually ran and pulled the fire alarm because we had no service to call 911 to let anyone know that there was a shooter. Student Megan Hunter said, I heard so many people saying there were gunshots and the people were dead. Student Christopher Kuras said, Pagrutsis was actually a pretty nice kid. Nobody was expecting this. Nobody. Assumption of the Virgin Mary Greek Orthodox Church priest Stelios Sitaras said, He is a quiet boy. You would never think he would do anything like this. So, please understand, everyone. No clues, no evidence, no way of knowing ahead of time. One, unidentif one unidentified student said, 
He's been picked on by coaches before for smelling bad and stuff like that. And he doesn't really talk to very many people. He wears a trench coat every day and it's like 90 degrees out here. I heard that he wore a shirt today and it said born to kill the shirt he was wearing. I don't even know how the school can allow that. Okay, so let's pause here for a moment. Picked on by coaches for smelling bad. A lack of personal hygiene. A lack of personal self-care to the point where you have repellent body odor is significant of a severely dysfunctional environment, in my opinion. The guy's wearing, he was overweight. He's wearing a trench coat. Is he trying to hide his weight? It's like 90 degrees. Does nobody notice this? This is a problem. We're going to get to his parents in a moment. Pagurtsis was apprehended by law enforcement and is currently being held without bond in the Galveston County Jail on charges of aggravated assault of a peace officer and capital murder. As a juvenile, he's not eligible for the death penalty, but I believe he's being charged as an adult. That will be important as we go forward. Texas Governor Greg Abbott said... We also know information already that the shooter has information contained in his journal and cell phone that he said that not only did he want to commit the shooting, but he wanted to commit suicide after the shooting. As you probably know, he gave himself up and admitted at the time that he didn't have the courage to commit the suicide he wanted to take his own life earlier. That's a bit of a word salad, but it's a tough day. Two additional suspects, including one who showed suspicious reactions, were detained and questioned by police after the shooting. Explosive devices described as pressure cookers and pipe bombs were also found at the school building and at another off-campus location. It is being reported that Pegurtsis had no prior criminal history, but given that he's a minor, that information is typically not readily available. It may come out in court, but nothing yet. The suspect, Pegurtsis, was on the school junior varsity football team, also reportedly was part of a dance squad with a local Greek Orthodox Church. Texas Governor Greg Abbott also said, One of the frustrating things in the early status of this case, unlike Parkland and Sutherland Springs, there were not those types of warning signs. Here, the red flag warnings were either non-existent or imperceptible. So boy, according to Governor Abbott, this kid really kept a mask on tight. There was no way to know that he was in severe trouble mentally. Severe trouble morally. No way to know. Well, or was there? On April 30th, 2018, Pagurtsis posted a photo of his custom t-shirt with the slogan, Born to Kill, on Facebook. Pagurtsis also posted multiple images of the black duster slash trench coat that he wore during the shooting, which featured Nazi National Socialist Iron Cross, Communist hammer and sickle, fascist and occult symbol pins, and decals. Now, of course, when I hear trench coat, I think of the trench coat mafia, the Columbine shooters. So, born to kill. The trench coat in very hot weather. National socialist, communist, fascist, and occult symbols, and pins and decals. The hammer and sickle pin that he wore is identical to the pin worn on the boot of Columbine School shooter, Dylan Claybolt. Identical. So you've got a kid wandering around with Nazi, communist, fascist, occult symbols, pins, decals, posting a born-to-kill 
t-shirt on his Facebook page. But you see, imperceptible, can't possibly know. No way to know. You know, I often find when I close my eyes, it's dark. Another Facebook post that he wrote seemed to explain the pin's decals. And I quote, Hammer and sickle equals rebellion. Rising sun equals kamikaze tactics. Iron cross equals bravery. Baphomet equals evil. Cthulhu equals power. Now this is a child, a young man, descending into a quicksand of evil. Now, of course, the media is reporting the National Socialist stuff, not really reporting the Communist stuff. Vile, vile. Also, on his Facebook page, he spelt his name phonetically, which may indicate a desire for media fame. Around this time, Pagursis also posted a photo of a handgun, knife, and tactical flashlight to his Instagram page. Now, naturally, everyone's thinking, you know, well, it's not illegal to post a photo of a handgun and so on, but after school shootings, which are being heavily reported in the media, anyone in a school who's doing this kind of stuff is begging to be stopped, you understand. Does anyone notice me? Does anyone care? Does anyone have the basest and most basic of inklings that I'm descending into devilry. Law enforcement also reports that the suspect posted an image of a pentagram with the caption, Dangerous Days on the Friday before the shooting. On Facebook, Pagurtzis classified himself as an atheist for religious views and wrote, I hate politics under political views. So if he's an atheist, why is he going to church? Why is he reportedly part of this church dance group? Well, maybe there's a lot of parental pressure for him to go to church, to be a good Greek boy, to go to good Greek Orthodox services, rather than finding out exactly what is going on in his decaying mind and heart. Now, the agenda, the agenda. I'm waiting for Nancy Pelosi to do a passionate speech, as she did when everyone mistakenly thought that Donald Trump was referring to immigrants as animals when he was referring to MS-13 members as animals to give a big speech as she did regarding that, that everyone has a divine spark within them and don't we love everybody's divine spark? I wonder if she's going to say that about this guy. But of course the agenda bots are immediately, immediately doing their thing, right? So all of the people who on Donald Trump's MS-13 comments said, well, you can't judge an entire group. It's wrong to judge an entire group. Well, now, of course, the NRA are all terrorists and Dishonest media outlets also reporting that this is the 22nd American school shooting in 2018. CNN claims that, and I quote, there has been on average one school shooting every week this year. Now, this, of course, is designed to overwhelm you and to take away your reason and to take away your emotional self-regulation to the point where you will say, sure, that's about it for the Second Amendment. This misleading statistic is based on criteria which doesn't fit the common perception or definition of a school shooting. CNN says the parameters CNN followed in this count are a shooting that involved at least one person being shot, not including the shooter. A shooting that occurred on school grounds. We included grades K through college slash university level. We included gang violence, fights, and domestic violence. We included accidental discharge of a firearm as long as the first two parameters are met. So, a guy who shoots his girlfriend in a jealous rage in college, that's a school shooting according to all of this. And all of it's horrible, but this is not what people think of 
As a standard definition of a school shooting, it's designed to raise the numbers as much as possible to overwhelm your reason. This allows them to include accidental firearm discharge situations, college dorm-related violence, gang criminality, domestic violence issues, and even one incident that involved a BB gun. Do you know the number of times that people say to me, Steph, great analysis, but where are your solutions? The reality is that I give the world tons of solutions, but nobody really wants to listen to them. Well, very few people do. Maybe you're the exception, in which case I welcome you to the land of the rational. So here's my solution. In a school shooting like this, you charge the parents as accessories or perhaps even directly responsible for the murders. Because we've got a kid who's overweight, who's reportedly being bullied, who has very few, if any, social contacts, who's wearing a trench coat in 90 degree weather, who's posting born to kill messages, who's obsessed with satanic Nazi, communist and occult symbols. And people then say, no idea, no idea. Parents, it's your job. It's your responsibility. If you neglect or torture an animal and that animal goes out and bites people, you are responsible. You are the parents. It is your job to make sure you are not raising psychos into the world because human beings, we're a grow and release phenomenon. You don't keep these kids home forever. They go out into school. They go out into the world. It's one thing. If you torture some dog or neglect some dog and the dog goes crazy, but at least you keep the dog at home, you're only exposing yourself to danger. But when the dog is released and roams through the neighborhood, randomly biting children, randomly attacking other people, you are in a different situation. Now, the weaponized offspring, the weaponized child that you have released into the world is now attacking other people. You are responsible. Why the parents are never charged as accessories, I do not know. I do not fathom. I cannot understand it other than a general idea to honor thy mother and thy father, regardless of how terrible they've been, regardless of how much they may have contributed to this. If you have a child, If you have a child who is posting this born-to-kill stuff, who is obsessed with satanic, Nazi, communist, fascist, occult symbols, who is posting pictures of guns, and they get a hold of your thirty-eight and your shotgun and they commit a murder, you are an accessory. You should be charged alongside. Why does the child, the 17-year-old, the underage person get charged, but the parents get off scot-free? That is... Ridiculous. You are responsible as the parent for the actions of your child. Did you not notice any of this was happening? It's your job to notice. Did you not know that there were any kind of problems? It's your job to know. Did you get intervention? Did you deal with things? Did you figure out the signs early on, which are generally there? If not, you are responsible. So there, there's my solution. There's something we can begin to discuss, wouldn't you say? Because when people die, there are others who are responsible. And if you are housing, raising, feeding, taking care of, and having deadly arms in the vicinity of a child who kills? Well, let's just put it this way. There's more than one finger on that trigger.